Whew, okay. Let's do this. This is Backyard Analysis. I'm Alex Evans. I'm in my backyard. Uh, today we are looking at the case of Charles Lindbergh Jr., uh, son of Charles Lindbergh, the first man to fly solo across the Atlantic uh, in 1927. Uh, he was a world celebrity, basically, uh, mainly in the U.S., though. So when his son got kidnapped, it was, a, it was a massive deal. All right, let's get into the nitty-gritty of the case. On March 1st, 1932, in a crime that uh, captured the attention of the entire nation, uh, Charles Lindbergh Jr., the 20-month-old son of Charles Lindbergh, was kidnapped from his mansion in Hopewell, New Jersey. Uh, and after the crime occurred, his wife, Anne uh, Lindbergh, discovered the ransom note in her son's room, uh, and it demanded $50,000 uh, in cash, various bills. Uh, it was later discovered the kidnapper used a ladder to climb up to the open second floor window, and he left muddy footprints in the room. Uh, eventually, the kidnappers gave instructions for dropping off the money, and when it was delivered, the Limburgs were told their baby was on a boat called Nellie off the coast of Massachusetts. Though after an extensive search, there was no sign of the boat Nellie or the child. Sadly, soon after, the baby's body was discovered four and a half miles away from the Lindbergh mansion. Uh, through the autopsy and whatnot, it was discovered that he had been killed the night of the kidnapping. Um, the, uh, Lindberghs, heartbroken and everything, they, they no longer wanted to live there, of course. So they donated the mansion to charity and moved away. Uh, there was still no suspect at the time. Uh, and it looked like it was going to go unsolved until September 1934. When a marked bill from the ransom turned up. Uh, at a gas station. The gas station attendant who had accepted the bill wrote down the license plate of the driver uh, because he was, you know, suspicious of the bill. It was tracked down to a German immigrant and carpenter named, I might mess up this name, Bruno Hauptmann. H A U P T, man with two N's. Uh, and then when his home was searched, detectives found a large chunk of the ransom money he got from Charles Lindbergh. Uh, he claimed that a friend had gave him the money uh, and he had no connection to the crime. But of course, um, in the resulting trial, the prosecution's case was pretty strong. Uh, the main evidence that was presented was... Uh, well, besides the money that was marked, was the testimony from handwriting experts that the ransom note had been written by Hopman. Uh, they got a handwriting sample from him and it matched. Uh, the prosecution also tried to establish a connection between Hopman uh, 
and the type of wood that was used to make the ladder um, because they found the same type of wood in Houtman's home. So that was also used to build a case. Also, it was shown by the prosecution that Bruno Houtman had financial motives and need for the money. And because of all of the evidence and whatnot, marked bills, uh, it was pretty cut and dry. And the public pressure was also strong enough to convict. And uh, let's look at the legal outcome. Bruno Hauptmann was indicted for extortion on, on September 26th and on murder October 8th of 1934. The trial lasted five weeks, and on February 13th, 1935, the jury did find Bruno guilty of first-degree murder, and he was sentenced to death by electric chair, and unlike, I think it might have been last week or the week before, um, this time they go through with the... Uh, Execution. And this happened on April 3rd, 1936. At 8.47 p.m., Hauptmann was electrocuted. It's a pretty simple case, if you ask me. Uh, just some reflections on it. I hate to say this, but if it happened to a normal person, they would have never caught the guy. Uh, I think it's just because Charles Lindbergh was just such a... He was practically a hero for soloing the Atlantic, um, that he got help from everybody. I even saw on, I think it was like history.com or something, uh, Al Capone offered Lindbergh help while he was in prison. Like, just someone as notorious as that, even offering to help. If this was just an average guy, um, I, I doubt it would have gone this far, and the guy would have got away with it, but... Thankfully, Charles Lindbergh was this famous guy, and because of the massive effort, um, they eventually caught him. But yeah, also the case as a whole is upsetting. I mean, it always is when a child is involved, as it has been for a couple weeks in a row. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I don't have much to say about the case. Uh, oh, I I didn't really talk about the people involved. Let me get back to that real quick. So yeah, the victim was Charles A. Lindbergh Jr., the initial suspect, which I didn't mention because it wasn't a very big deal, was uh, Violet Sharpay. Uh, maybe it's Sharpie. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, she was a waitress in the home of Miss Lindbergh's mother, but that fizzled out pretty quickly, so I just kind of brushed over it. And like I said, the final suspect was uh, Bruno Hopman. Other than that, I think that's it. I will see you guys next week.